Please listen carefully. Welcome back to the Focus Target Podcast. This is your host, Captain Smiley, with me today, Van and Shy. Gentlemen, good to see you. Good to see you. What it do, nephew? What it do, indeed. Well, what it do, uh, unfortunately, is to start with a little bit of cleanup business. We've got some announcements to make, and unfortunately, they're not the good kind. Uh, as as does happen in life, sometimes uh, things get a little bit busy. Uh, so uh, we're, we're going to take a little bit of a hiatus after this episode. Uh, not sure how long that's going to be. Hopefully not too long. We're hoping to be back for you, even if it's just intermittently, while we kind of get some things sorted out schedule-wise and some other stuff. We've all got some stuff going on behind the scenes that uh, we'll need to deal with that's making it hard to find find time to get these pods in. So uh, today we're going to have a, a, a very special early 2013 NHL season preview um, that's only going to be... What? Did I say 13? 13. Yeah. We are not 10 years ago. It is 2023 in... In, the, in about six months. So the 2022-2023 season, we're going to give our thoughts on kind of our expectations, hopes, things, you know, the off season's kind of wound down. I think most of the moves have been made that are going to be made. And uh, so we're going to talk about that a little bit. And then we're going to talk a little bit about um, busing or boosting or murking or whatever term, de- term probably depends what game that you're coming from. Uh, that that idea of carrying people through uh, through content in, in MMORPGs, uh, which I think is going to be a fun a fun uh, discussion. So that's what you have to look forward to today. And then we'll be back. We'll try to announce something uh, on the channel or something. If uh, you know, to give you guys an idea when we know more about the timeline. So, um, all right. Question of the day. How are you feeling about the 2022, 2023 upcoming NHL season for your respective team of choice? Um, I assume we're all staying with our teams of choice. I hope nobody's bailing after after last season. I mean, if you guys want to come onto the avalanche bandwagon and be with the champions, there's always room, Gross. but uh, yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm guessing we're still riding for Seattle, Colorado and Vegas uh, respectively. So let's start with uh, what I think was one of the more tumultuous off seasons, the Vegas golden Knights van. What, what are you thinking? Tell us about the off season. <clears throat> I honestly, I don't, I don't know what to think. There's a lot to think. There was a lot of changes, a lot of big changes, unexpected. Our uh, keen listeners of the pod will remember that I thought certainly they were going to keep Pete DeBoer. They did not do that. So we had a big turnover um, on our coach. We did hire Bruce Cassidy and me being a, a, a novice hockey player. I don't know much about, or hockey player, hockey fan. I don't know much about uh, Bruce. So maybe you can enlighten me. I do know he comes from the Bruins and they've typically been okay. I feel like he's been a while. He's been around for a while. I, I I can't tell you where he was before that, but like he's it's a definitely he's not a neophyte coach. He's a coach who's kind of made the rounds and been with some different clubs. I don't think he has like a a huge winning pedigree, but I do think he's a, a fairly well th- thought of. Yeah, some of these sound like triple A teams going back to the 90, 1996. So he's certainly been in in the game for a long, long time. The Trenton Titans, Grand Rapids Griffins, Washington Capitals. Chicago Blackhawks. I'm trying so, to remember yeah, if he was. That's a prominent. Go ahead. Smile, smile. Do you remember if he was one of the, like the? There were a couple of surprise like coach like firings or like you mm. know 
letting goes over the offseason. I'm trying to remember if he was one of them or not. Yeah, like, well, Boston was such a weird situation with, like, not knowing what – like, there's a lot of questions going into the offseason. So, I think – I mean, it is always a little bit surprising when – I mean, they made the playoffs last year. Yeah. They, they've had a good team, it does, you know. It does seem like he was relieved of his head coach, coaching duties after yeah. the Game 7 loss to the Carolina Hurricanes. Which uh, another team that'll come up later on today in this conversation. Oh, indeed. Real shortly. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah. During the 2022 Stanley Cup playoffs, so the most recent one. So he was like, oh, on the six. We picked him up, I think, like a week after that. Um, so I guess they just wanted to capitalize on on an opportunity, and we'll see how it plays out. So um, the other thing, talking about the hurricane. So that was one big change. The other big change, like if you couldn't have a bigger change, it's this and it's, it's the Vegas golden Knights getting rid of Max Pacioretty and trading him to the hurricanes. Now of all the different ways to stay under salary cap, that was not on anybody's radar at all whatsoever. Um, but this is a, this is a, an emotional whirlwind too, because that felt like a gut check. Um, and then Robin Leonard gets injured. And then it turns out that Max Pacioretty actually got injured as well. So he has a torn Achilles, and he's going to be out for another six months. Now, whether the Golden Knights knew that ahead of time, I mean, I'm, I'm sure they're inspected they by doctors to. before trades. They had to, right? I'm and and sure everything's inspected. Yeah. Yeah. So, Which you know, we lost I'm Max. Sure, I'm sure that's why they didn't get anything back. For I would him, say right? that makes more sense now, right? Yeah. But still, yeah, I mean, it's, it's strange to me because they had to kind of have known where Leonard was. Like, they've got a bunch of LTIR money that they're not right. going to be on accountable for it. And, and if he was going to be, Oh hurt, man, it almost the seems whole like season. there's like, why did they feel they needed to get rid of him? That's what I don't understand. Like, yeah. Well, unless, unless like they, you said, they the knew book. he was going to be hurt also. Right. But he the, knew, they knew like, he was nursing. Put him on, put him on LTIR. And then like, yeah, he doesn't, like, hit the doesn't cap count anyway. against your cap. So, if he's hurt. Him and Leonard. I mean, that's millions. Yeah. I, I, once I heard the news about Leonard, I was like, why did they get rid of Patrick? Like, unless it was like, did he want to be requested? Yeah. Yeah. Culture, maybe like culture thing. Like, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. I know that sucks. Like it sucks because I know he was one of your favorite players. And oh my god, talking about getting his jersey. And yeah, I want to go back to listening to that pod, and and I'm pretty sure he was. Yep. Yeah, and and he, I think he had the longest contract at the time for like six more years. Right. And yeah, so which a lot of changes that probably factors into why they maybe made that move, right? Like maybe they feel like if this guy comes back from this another major surgery, isn't the guy he was. We don't want to be on the hook for him, but we got him and, for five have, more years after. Yeah, this and year, have people yeah. say no, we no, 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 we're not going to take him. Like maybe yeah. they let let him be somebody else's problem or something. I don't know, but yeah, and and then they get future considerations. Considerations, our favorite player. <laughs> yeah. Which that's historically that's an AHL contract. Like that's what uh, that means generally. It's like an unnamed AHL contract, nice. um, and yeah. that's why you never really hear about it because it's usually so inconsequential. But I get it, man. Oh. Like. It, it's hard when you lose the players you like, and like it feels better when you get somebody back. You're like, all right, well, I really love that guy, but maybe this guy we got is gonna be really great. You know, that's how it was with Kadri. Like, I, I was sad when they traded for Kadri because I liked those players, but at least I got somebody in return. Like, to not to get, like you said, future considerations. That's it's a rough ride. Yeah. So there's there's a lot of unknowns. There's a lot not to know that you could even be excited for. Um, but at the very least, it's going to be absolutely interesting to see what the 
the Las Vegas Golden Eichels can do because they got all 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 their eggs are in that basket right now. And uh, I am I am looking forward to seeing Logan Thompson get some more ice time. I thought he was really awesome to come up from 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 uh, minor leagues at, uh, last year and perform the way he did. I, I think he certainly deserves that second spot. So it'll be really cool to see what he does. That I think that'll a lot of how their season goes will rely on him, right? How yep. how does he do in yep. a full season? So who is do they? What is the main goaltender now? Like who? I don't even know Russell. who their third string. I think uh, Russell, right? right? Did he play like last? Did. Was he covering for Leonard last season? Or did he play well? Like, he was, yeah. Um, he was mostly, um, and then they they would they gave um I mean because they were down to just just him right after letting um, what's his name go. Flurry. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, Logan Thompson. Oh, so they had, okay. So the depth chart actually lists Logan as the starter goalie and Brassois as the secondary. I think mm. that's what people so are that's, expecting. That's crazy. Chance, but things always change. That's awesome. like, it'll depend how camp goes. It'll depend how preseason goes. I'm yeah. sure. Like that's a lot of time before the start of the season. So here we are. It'll be fine. What about you? How about the Kraken? The Kraken. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think of all of our teams last season, my team had the most disappointing of all of the records and seasons. I mean, they were an expansion team, and then some people had too high of hopes. I don't know that I was one of them, but we finished, I think, fourth with the fourth worst record. I think it was fourth or fifth. It was it was pretty bad. Um, so I, I would think, argue that Vegas was a bigger disappointment. Well, I mean, I meant I meant like number. I meant not like record like. Like yeah. the actual like numbers, like the win loss like numbers. I think you're right. I think there are probably some teams that were more disappointed like by the results of the team, right? I think you could even argue that we're gonna get. I mean, you could say Florida might have been the most disappointed team in a league, having had the Presidents Trophy and losing so early in the playoffs. You know, what I mean, like there's a lot of there's a lot of teams. Never mind. All right, I shouldn't have said anything. Forget about disappointments. Um, but um, one thing that Seattle went into the offseason with was a lot of cap space. And they kept a lot of cap space. And a lot of fans and a lot of critics were like, what are they going to use this cap space for? Like, I mean, you need to use it well. And I think that, honestly, in my opinion, I think they've used it really well. And I'm really excited to see how um, how next season goes. You know, some of the big things to keep an eye on, in my opinion, are, I think, for one thing, Matty Beniers, who we got in last year's draft, not the most recent one, but, you know, a year plus ago as our, as the number two pick. He played the last, I think it was 10 games of the season, and he was a point-a-game player. Now, that's not a huge sample size, and that's honestly kind of like trash time in NHL as well. Like, a lot of the better teams are playing, you know, they're not playing their best players, whatever. But for a, a rookie to come in, I think, and to do that is, is kind of exciting. So I think a lot I think a lot of Seattle fans are really excited next year to see how he comes out. And just, is he going to be kind of like our, like, is he kind of the player that, like, we would almost, like, build the team around to a certain extent? Like, will he start developing into... And it might be several years before we'd see that kind of performance, but it'll be interesting to see if he kind of, you know, can maintain that to a certain extent over a long season. Um, you know, we drafted Shane Wright. We got him at number four, I think it was somehow this last draft, you know, um, which is pretty cool. So, you know, he, and he signed, so he, he signed his entry level contract. I think he, cause he was already, he'd already had been slated to play in the OHL. Um, and so, He's really untested in the NHL, so that'll be a complete surprise. But I think the two things that I think are really exciting to me are the two, um, you know, the two additions we've gotten from other teams in the offseason. So one was Andre was uh, well Burkowski. It's not Andre, is it? It's Andre Burkowski um, right. from the Avalanche, and so the Avalanche obviously had to make sign some new contracts and had to you know pay some money out to their players, which they deserve, and so they obviously yeah, had yeah. to you know free up some space yeah, and. Yeah. and um, you know, and whatever. And so like Andre Burakovsky was one of the players who kind of was looking for something else. And we signed him for, I think, 
it seemed like a really competitive deal and I think it, it will give him a chance to really have more make a bigger impact and probably like show his skills more I think he had been kind of relegated a little bit further down the depth chart at, at, at Colorado because you guys have so many good players so I'm really I'm really excited to see him and I think like a lot of people projecting him to be like a first or second line off you know forward um he's good enough to be for sure and then, and then the like the pickup we kind of made near the end of the offseason that I think I'm really interested in seeing how it works out is uh, we picked up Oliver Bjorkstrand from uh, Columbus, and apparently like a really solid player from their team, but they had just picked up Johnny Gaudreau for a giant contract and they had to free up cap space and like we got him for practically nothing. It, it, I think a lot of people are still kind of scratching their heads as to why I don't like he's not like a star player. He hasn't been a star player, but like everything I've heard from his time there and his time in I think it was the WHL. Uh, but just that he just has a great shot. He's just a solid player. So I think like we've, I think one of the struggles we had in our first season was like, you know, it was coming out of COVID. So that's one thing I've heard a lot from like people talking to the Seattle players is like, they just had no bonding time before the season started. So they kind of came into this full NHL season, like an expansion team, and they didn't have a chance to like really build rapport before the season started. And I think that's part of the reason why we saw a lot of the issues out of the gate. And also like so many line changes, like three quarters through the season, you know, Dave Haxall still like changing our lines up constantly. And like, I think that was something I heard all the time from Seattle media and fans was like, just decide on some lines, like, like commit. So these people can like start building chemistry. And I think we're going to go into yep. the season probably with more defined lines. Like they're going to have time this off season training camp, whatever to really get to know each other. We have, we have, I think some better ideas of what some of our players can do. And so I'm, I'm, I don't know, I'm really excited to see maybe a more solid season, you know, like I don't expect us I'm not going to get my hopes up and they were going to make the playoffs, but I think even if we went like 500, which may be too high of an expectation, I don't know. But I think that I think we're going to see some – I think I think Seattle will look a lot better this year. Um, I, I've, and I hope – I really hope Philip Grubauer bounces back. Sorry, that would be the last thing I'm going to say because, like, it was hard to watch him last season, like, kind of flounder. And I, I think everybody knows he's a better player than that. And so, like, I hope he gets his confidence back and he can kind of come back strong. So, Yeah, I definitely – I mean, I watched him for a number of years in Colorado and – I I don't I'm I was surprised with how bad he was. Like I I I do think that part of his success in Colorado was the team around him, but not so much that he should have fallen off that hard with a decent defensive team in C- in Seattle. Like defenses is, is it's not like they were a, you know paper thin in front of him. So yeah, I I agree with that. Um, I'm not going to talk too much about the Avs. I really want to get on to our our second conversation. Um, Obviously you win the cup, you have to pay the tax, right? You had to sign some contracts. A lot of guys are making a little bit more money probably than they ought to. That's, that's kind of how it goes. But um, you know, they're probably not as good on paper as they were last year or the year before. Like they lost Kadri, they lost Burkowski. Um, But you know, they've got the the core, the core that makes them special is still there. They've got McKinnon, they got Makar. Um, they've got some good young players that I think are just getting better and better, like Newhook and Bull Byram. Um, hopefully, my boy Sammy Gerard gets uh, gets healthy and gets right for next season. And they brought a couple, like you know, they made some really great deadline pickups that then they ended up keeping. Lekkinen, uh they signed to a long term deal. Uh, Josh Manson, they signed to a long term deal. Like I think those are good, uh, good. Like I'm, I'm pretty happy with the team. Like I think it's gonna roll back a, a similar team to last year, and that's not a bad thing when they were as dominant as they were. So, um, I'm excited. I mean, it should should be fun. And you know, you win a cup. It's like when the Broncos won a Super Bowl. It's like okay, you knew that you're gonna have some lean years probably down the road for that, and you you, you win you won you won a Super Bowl. You you accept it. You say hey, you got one, and like that's all you can really ask for. So, you know, basically at this point, whatever the Avs can get is is gravy. Uh, and is awesome, but 
my real question would be, will they have the hunger next year? Like they were so hungry for it this last season. They were on a mission and will they be able to, will they be able to keep that up or will it, you Mm -hmm. know, that in hockey, especially, I think that kind of attitude, that drive is such a differentiating factor. So we'll see. I'm, you know, a lot, I mean, obviously Tampa Bay made it to three straight cups. Like it's not impossible to do so, but it's just not that common. So see what happens. Um, any other, any final thoughts on, on hockey? Any questions, questions, comments, concerns? All right. Well, if you, our listeners have, uh, you know, have thoughts on the NHL season, you know, send it to us. Our email is focustargetpodcast at gmail.com. Even though we're taking a high days, we'll still monitor the email box. And, you know, if you send us some predictions or thoughts now, we can read them whenever we come back down the road and see how well they age. You know, maybe you'll uh, be hailed as a, as a prophet and a, and a wise man, or perhaps you'll be hailed as a fool. We'll see. Um, but uh, anyway, let's move on to our main topic today, which is about Basically, uh, you know, it has a lot of different names depending on which game you're playing. But what we're talking about here is paying other players in the game to clear content for you. Um, And I think at least to start, let's focus in on like MMO type games, World of Warcraft, Final Fantasy XIV, Lost Ark, which is what Shy and I have, have seen this in a lot. But I think it's it's. You know, whether you're currently playing or have played any of those games recently, like it's more about the overarching philosophy that I want to get into today. So, you know, Shy, you've seen a little bit about this uh, in Lost Ark as it's come up and and perhaps in other places. I'm going to start with you. Like, just what are kind of your thoughts on on busing is that a good place to start or is there yeah, somewhere else yeah yeah well i think maybe we could even explain maybe a couple reasons sure. and i can kind of take this oh, and yeah, if you guys idea. want to fill in like why would people do this right because i think that's my biggest issue with it and i was telling van oh yeah we'll, we'll get into this but um like I, like part of me is like like you said like the whole point of this is someone's paying someone either in real money or in in-game currency to like have other people complete content for them in a video game and so like part of me sits there and thinks through that equation and i'm just like well for one thing you don't need to play this video game like you're playing this for fun i think or for and we all play games for different reasons maybe that's my first problem is i'm putting on other people why i play games you know which is and we've talked about this a lot when we talk about final fantasy 11 or other mmos is a lot of us i think derive a sense of accomplishment a lot of times from playing a game and playing it well we've talked about that before with 11 just like all we accomplished over the years like that meant something to us like we put in hard work and we got stuff done um so part of me looks at like this idea of like oh well i will give you something to then just take me through the content i don't have to do anything but it will but i'll get the results basically right like i'll get the web i'll get the gear drops from it i'll get maybe a title or an achievement from which i think that's the thing that bothers me the most almost is this idea of like someone walking around with like a title over their head or like they've got an achievement that's that makes it seem like they've done something of their own ability i guess maybe that's my <laughs> my my i'm wearing my my opinion on my sleeve right now like the idea that someone could almost like be a poser in some regards like they've done maybe some really hard content um and they didn't earn it i guess necessarily but that's that's kind of the idea and and that's like let me just say like going into this previous week those were my thoughts now i've kind of especially in lost ark i've run across some situations where i've I've kind of my mind has been opened a bit to like some busing scenarios which I, i i understand a little bit more but as i understood it from final fantasy 14 and other games where i'd seen that be prevalent 
um that w- that was always my impression and my confusion kind of and and probably derision as well you know some some condescension well, from me before I, before I pass this to van to get his thoughts i want to point out you know I, my wife used the word poser the other day and i was like i don't think i've heard anyone use that word in about <laughs> 15 years mm-hmm. and now you throw it out casually on the podcast so i guess i gotta eat some crow there and apologize to my wife apparently you know, I maybe I haven't heard it, but it's still out there. So I always knew your wife was a pretty cool lady. So you know, that just confirms that, that just confirms is. it. That she is. All right, Van. What about you? Have you had any experience, like in games that you've played, where you've kind of seen this phenomenon? And whether you have or not, like what kind of what are your thoughts on it? Yeah, I have. I think the first time I was exposed. Well, I mean, can you really can you take it all the way back to even Final Fantasy Eleven, like gill selling? Is it kind of in the same genre where yeah, people pay real money so. because? Because in in Final Fantasy XI, there was a lot around, exactly, a lot around literally having a farm, Gil, in order to progress in the game, whether it be to upgrade your gear for the current level or whatnot. Um, Like, you needed these things to, you needed to have them in order to progress. So one of the ways that people expedite their farming was to just purchase, purchase money. So that was probably like the first instance I would say I was ever exposed to it. And that was really the first MMO I ever played. Outside of that, Another um, MMO that I played was uh, a lot was Aeon. And I remember one very popular thing in Aeon was selling the end game dungeon drops. Because in that game, if a drop came and nobody in your squad needed it, you can do a shout into world chat and you can say, hey, join our party. Come over here and meet us at this dungeon. You know, this loot's going to be in the cycle for 10, 15 minutes, whatever it was. We'll go ahead and let you lot on it for X amount of, of, of money. Party leader would get traded the money and they would d- distribute it out to everybody. So same and, exact thing. This person never had to do it. And that was prevalent in Final Fantasy XI too. I remember people, you yeah. have people who would sell Sky dro- sky God drops and things like that. Mm-hmm. And you would just come and you'd sit there and the link show would kill it. And then if you'd paid, you could jump in and, and get, you know, pay the, pay the link show big money and especially yeah. in games like that i think i i do think that's the same as paying for progression it's just a different form right especially in a game you look at 11 where it's like your competition is the other players right you're trying to get into a party and if you don't have your set of elemental staves you're not going to be accepted over somebody who does right like you're you're marketing yourself and you need that gill to buy the gear and the spells and the things right. you need to be accepted to be even able to play. And and so yeah. it is, it's a different form, but I think that's a great point. I never thought of it like that, but I and totally, totally we're not talking about something that required one day of farming. Like we're talking weeks, right. something that either took, took a, a very lucky NM drop, notorious monster drop, or took weeks of beehive yeah. chips and, and honey, like yeah. <laughs> just an insane amount. So yeah, I think uh, that's where, that's where I've noticed it. Um, what I'd really like to get into is, <clears throat> how is it so different like why why does it seem taboo and and i know we haven't heard your opinions on whether you believe it is taboo or not in my opinion i do feel like it's taboo i feel like it's cheap i feel like it's cheating in a way like it's being disingenuous or dishonest but at the same time how is it much more different than just having your friends take you through like what is the difference, right? And, and I'd really love to to talk into that at some point later on. Yeah. No, I think that's a great topic that we should we should flesh out because there's the idea of 
it seems a lot more acceptable, even laudable. If I go out and say, Hey, I'm going to, anybody need help? I'll, I'll help run you yeah. through this. I will, I'll clear this for you for free. Just out of the goodness of yeah. my heart. It's like, Oh, what a swell guy. Like that's yeah. helping the newbies and what a friendly, but, but if I'm like, Hey, if you want to pay me 500 gold, I'll do that. That's like, Oh, what right. A, what a scumbag. Yeah. And then this the person who accepts on it, new players. What kind of a guy would accept that? Yeah. that that's BS. Like, who's this? Yeah. It's a who's fabulous, fabulous call out. Yeah. Um, you know, for me, I think it's, I, I don't feel any real like derision for it. Like, I mean, to me, and maybe it's just because I'm a di- in a different place in my life. Maybe I wouldn't have felt this way if you'd asked like Final Fantasy XI era Smiley this. Perhaps you'd get a different answer. But, you know, like, to me, like I, I play these games for my own enjoyment. It was kind of what, what Shy was getting at. And so like if somebody, you know, clear gets carried through the highest content because they paid for it and they get a title, like that's kind of like, you know, it's like cheating at a game with your friends, right? It's like, what are the stakes here? Like what do you what do you get for having that? Like, you know, like who are you cheating really? You're, like yourself in a way. Yeah. Um you know, to me, it like, cause I just don't care. Like, I don't really think differently of somebody and maybe it's partially cause I know that like, you don't know how they got that title. So like, it doesn't really mean anything to me. Um, it's not the, the, the title of prestige that perhaps certain other video game accomplishments in the past have been. Um, I think there's definitely like one of the things that I think people do a lot of these kind of boosting and busting things for is, is the calculation of time and money, right? That like, is it that you, are you doing it because you can't do it? Or is it that you just don't want to? And you're like, you know what? I could spend 20 minutes doing this myself and, and fighting through it the right way. Or it's worth it to me to spend a little money, let somebody else do it. And I go do something else and still be making progress on my character. I mean, I think there's, like it's really just a matter of prioritization. I don't think there's anything necessarily wrong with that. To me, it's kind of a free market situation. Like nobody's forcing you to pay for those sorts of services. Um, you know, I personally don't like, I think probably all three of us are in a similar boat here. I would guess that like the reason we play the game is to do that sort of content, right? Like I don't want somebody to carry me through the hardest fight. Like why am I playing the game otherwise? And I think too that, you know, each game is a little bit different, right? There's some games where, like, let's take maybe Final Fantasy fourteen for example. Like, and I don't know if this is a great example because I don't know how hard some of those story missions were. But I know in a number of times when I went back to that game, like, say a new expansion was coming out, you couldn't participate in any of the new stuff until you cleared all the old stuff. Right? And so I can understand if you're being blocked from a certain content or, like, you know, another, maybe 11 is a better example, right? Like you want to participate in sky, which is an end game activity, but like some of those ZMs are really hard. Those Zillart missions that you have to complete in order to gain access to it. I can understand saying, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to do whatever it takes to get through this gate because I am having trouble doing it myself so that I can get to the content that I actually want to play. That makes a lot of sense to me. It's that if you're clearing that final content, like that's just like, like a lot of these MMOs, the end game content is the reason you're playing. Like that's the game. That's why you're here. And so if, if you're not running those and you're letting other people running it for you, it's like you're getting the rewards to your point. Shy, you're getting the gear and the drops, but what are you going to use that gear for? Yeah. Right? Like yeah. 
end game dungeons. Like you're, you're, <laughs> it, you know, it'd be like if you paid somebody to grind Diablo for you or something. Where it's like, you know, you're why? <laughs> like, I, like yeah. so. So there's some of it that I understand, that there's others that I don't. So, um, so I kind of answered this question a little bit in, in that, like, not that I wouldn't bus if I felt like, you know, there was a a, a time saving benefit if it's like you know especially if it's like older content that's like yeah i've done this a hundred times i it's worth it to just get carried through it so i don't have to worry about it but not really for anything that's end game what about you guys would would you consider that sort of thing or or would it would it feel too dirty for you or, or whatever like would would you feel like illegitimate as a gamer if you paid for that that sort of service i'll bounce back to van first <clears throat> I, I, I don't know. I honestly just don't know if I would pay for it or not. I, I, um, yeah, I, I think for all the reasons you mentioned being older, having less time doing the internal calculation in your head of time versus money versus worth versus enjoyable experience. Um, I, I think I would align similar to what you've mentioned where, I certainly wouldn't do end game content. Like I get, I get, I get upset if you guys like if we're playing a game together and we've been staticking. I'll get upset if you guys walk through the door without even me being there first, and then us figuring it all out together, or look up strategies without me being there. Let alone getting carried. So like, yeah, no, I, I would never do it for something new. That's that's a great point. I, yeah. I will confirm that for our listeners. Van has never wanted to be carried through anything. Yeah, but uh, I think I think you do make a good point. Like if there's if there's a a weekly dungeon that has to happen. It takes 45 minutes and it's just absolutely annoying, but you have to end up doing it uh, 60 times, which wouldn't be uncommon for a Korean MMO. Oh like, I, I don't know. There might, there might actually be a time there where it's like, Hey, I'm doing some work on my computer. Anyways, I'm in front. Let me throw this up on the second screen and I'll take this. And I got some extra cash from an awesome gear. I sold or something. Yeah, I, I, I think it's possible. I think I, I think when, it's very considerable to be clear to, and I don't know if this is true in all games, but like generally, when you're doing this, like you're still making a profit in the end uh, of some form. It's just lesser, right? Like, so the common one right now, I think is like Argos in, uh, in lost Ark, right? Like you get, if you do it by yourself, like if you're kind of do the first thing by yourself, you get 700. If you do the entire thing, which usually requires a bus, if you're a lower level, you get 2,700. So if they charge you a thousand, you still net out to 1700, which is a hmm. thousand more than you would have wow. made. So it's kind of an everybody wins for, situation. For doing nothing. Yeah. <laughs> for, for doing nothing. Wow. Right? Or you could like gear up. I and, might come and... back to Lost Ark. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you it know? takes. That's what it takes. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I want to get your thoughts real quick. Uh, and you kind of you yeah. let in with it, well, but it's really quick. Something you our... think you would ever ride a bus? Uh, well, yeah, so I don't know. So this, la- I, all right. Uh, I don't know if this will be quick. Um, I don't, I'm okay, ending minute, a couple minutes because I've, I've actually, as we're talking, I thought back on an example from 11 and then mm-hmm. I have an example from this past week in Lost Ark. And then even what you're saying about thinking, putting my, yourself in other people's shoes reminds me of something else with Lost Ark specifically. That's kind of my, so let me go back to 11 and talk about something that maybe fits into this conversation, but I think feel has always felt different to me. I think Van kind of alluded to it. Like Van talked about like the grind of like, sometimes if you had to buy an item, you still had to grind up the guild, right? So like maybe you were still buying the item, but like you were spending that time like 
on the other end, right? Like you were farming beehive chips or whatever, you know, mining promo or right. Like that was still a huge time investment. And I remember like one thing I've always been very proud of with 11 was getting my black belt. Now I didn't join an H and MLS. I, I couldn't join an H and MLS. Like it just wouldn't, I was working full time. I couldn't, that wouldn't fit into my schedule. And honestly, I didn't really have any jobs that they would want anyway. They always wanted, you know, bar supports, bards, you know, majors, whatever. And so I bought the items for the black belt. Now, I had to make that gill and honestly like I had to track the TODs for those NMs as well like you know they were ran like so I put in a like it took several months and I was like I was still waking up at odd hours in the night just to get TODs for monsters I was still like getting outbid all the time because I could only lowball the items because I I wasn't rich so like it's but in in retrospect like i wasn't part of the guild i didn't kill those monsters right so like i mean from a true perspective like i murked that right and yet i can still i still feel like i take pride in it which is kind of weird so like i think that's an interesting kind of example of just how broad this topic is you know like um versus maybe like in 14 like there might be a guild selling the highest level eden weapon and you pay them and in 15 you know 20 minutes they you just sit in a fight and they clear it and you get the weapon right like i feel like there in my mind there's like a difference there right like there's this like you can still i don't know but i guess that's oh, yeah. you, so because because you feel like you still worked for it versus yeah, just being yeah. completely passive and said yeah. here's money give yeah. me you know give me my item yeah and maybe so, if you maybe if instead of doing all that work if you had like to van's point if you had bought the gill from like a third party to have it and then yeah. paid for it that way and not really done a yeah. whole lot. And bought enough Maybe gill where I could different. pay the most. And like, yeah. I just got yeah. it every, like within a week. Yeah. Of, Cause I'm sure people did that. I'm sure people bought gill <laughs> within a week <laughs> out of black belt. Cause they went in and just threw a ton of gill at the HML. So like, yeah, no doubt. of course we'll take that. But yeah. all right. Um, this week example in lost ark so i joined i recently joined a new guild in lost ark and they actually do internal bus runs and i didn't like i saw this going on i'm like what is this in, like what's involved like did they just pay each other like so eventually i like i didn't sign so i asked them i'm like what what's that all about and they're like oh no like basically if you just you just sign up to run a bus during the week on your main or a main character and they have like certain criteria for how you set up bus runs and then and then you can just run on 1370s and other buses during the week and so I thought that was a really interesting idea. So, like, basically, you're helping the guild out for a run and basically getting other people free gold on characters that they wouldn't even be able to complete all of this fight on because they're, they're, they have access, but they're too low, really, to do it. And then, basically, then you benefit. So, it's kind of like a scratch your back. You know, I scratch your basically back, you scratch what, mine. Basically, what Van said before, right? Your guild or your friends helping you yeah. through stuff, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. in a way, we we did that with Argos this last weekend, right? Like, we did two yeah. runs and... I went on my highest character and you went on some low ones and then we flipped and, and but uh, Aris got DC yeah. halfway through, but <laughs> in those cases, all of our characters were really at the eye level that could do Argos, right? Like here, we're talking about like, yeah. you're running like 13, like, you know, the, the, the non carries yeah, like, you didn't have like, any passengers. That's yeah. Right. Like That's you, fair. like literally it's like two to four people running the, just, just fighting. The other four are literally doing nothing. Cause like, they really can't yeah. like outside of the first fight, they would just die almost immediately. And so it, I don't know. Like, I guess it didn't, it felt kind of cool to me in a way that we were helping each other out. But I guess part of that too, is that like everybody is contributing during the week in some way, right? Like people who are passengers in one run are driving the bus in other days, right? Like, so it's not like anybody in the groups, like I've never cleared this fight on a character, right? Like they're just, you know, everybody, I don't know. Um, they've right. done the but content. It's, it's like, it's interesting though, because right. You're, you're still paying, right. You're just paying with time rather than gold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? You're at, you're you're expected to pay with a, yeah. a run of your own on your own time for yeah. little benefit. And so, yeah, it's well, interesting it's how not... you think of it differently a little bit then. Like when you put a hard currency as part of the transaction, it does change the way people view it. 
I wouldn't even say a little benefit though, because like you're you're still getting full gold on your main when you run it, you know. So like it's yeah. as if you're yeah. running it with a pickup. It might be slower because you have a bunch of dead weight going. You know, I mean, maybe that's what you're saying is a longer a run. Um, but all right, so you're inconveniencing one... yourself a little bit yeah. for the good of the gold, right? I had one last thought in relation to Lost Ark specifically, but I think, and it, it may be, uh, it'd be interesting your, your thoughts if, and I think this ties into what you're saying about story missions with 14, right? Like 14 got, became such a big game eventually. And if you were a new player, there might be stuff that just nobody was doing anymore. And so that would be like, you're saying that was like a, a wall. And I think the thing with Lost Ark right now is like, and I think Korea is feeling it a lot. Is that like the progression gets so extreme with lost Ark. You hear this a lot from streamers and content creators that like, it's so hard to get new players to start the game because there's no way really to easily get them up to where the current players are and to do like current content. And so like, I think it'd be hard to find like even learning groups for some of the lower fights, you know, or like progression groups because nobody's doing that. And so like, I could see even a group for a lot of the lower fights. I I could, um, yeah, I could see a new player like, I mean, I heard a streamer the other day tell, he basically was talking about getting a friend into Lost Ark in Korea and just telling him to like bust a bunch of content early on. Like he told his friend like to get into it. Like you're just going to bust a lot of stuff, like go ahead and do it. And like, just because that was the only way he was going to be able to get clears on some stuff to be able to then get, you know, slowly caught. I don't know. Like that was an interesting idea to me. And just like that, maybe some people even might be running into that issue. It's not even just a time issue. It's just a, even just not able to like run content outside of busing. I think that's a different podcast because i think lost ark Ark has a a problem with new player and 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 lower casual players i think that is gonna cause trouble in the future but all right well let me flip it around then um and we'll go snake style i'll go back to shy here and then van and then myself um what about being on the other side of it um and maybe you talked about this a little bit with what you just did with your guild but like would you feel differently if you're the bus driver right if you're the merc crew who's who's would you ever find you know what what would you think about charging people and t- taking them through content being the person who's getting people that those clears does that change the way you view it if you're on that side of the equation do you think that's still scummy to be accepted money for those kind of services shy again i'll start with you yeah i imagine if i was doing it i would feel differently about it <laughs> you know I'd, I'd be just i'd be justifying it in my own mind or the very fact that i'm doing it would mean that I'd be well, okay i mean, I, it, I, right? mean no, like, I mean i guess my question is would you do it though like if if tomorrow like yeah. somebody in your guild said hey shy you're you're you seem like a really good player do you want to start let's start a bus let's start a weekly bus and bus yeah. our bus people through this and make some money what would you be like nah bro it's not me or would you be like Hey, no, no. sounds like a good business opportunity. That's a good question. Like, I, I don't. This gets into a lot. This is, I mean, I don't know. This, like, this is a very intricate question because there's a lot of, a lot of elements in it, right? So, like, I don't want to get too deep down the hole of my brain, but like, I think like. I like, I really like the whole like guild bus thing. I think that's pretty cool. So I wouldn't want to like drop that, right? So that mean like if I had a second, like right now I only have one character that can even bus, right? So if I had like a second character that could do that, I mean, I don't know. Like part of it's like there's like if you can't beat them, join them mentality where it's like people are out there paying for buses. Like why wouldn't you just profit off of that? I wonder, I don't know. Like I wouldn't, and also I've heard people like, it was like busing this last week. Argos was very different when only, you know, you're each taking a mini bus. You know, you're, there's only two yeah. people taking, I mean, it, it feels a little more intense. Like, and it like, then like it feels like with our main. So like I've, I've seen streamers talk about where they really enjoy busing low man buses. Like they, that's like a thing they really enjoy in the game. Like they profit from it, but also like they like yeah. that low man like mentality. And so that's a good question. 
I don't I don't think that would happen anytime soon, but I can't say that I would immediately be like, you know, I'm not empowering those idiots or you know, I'm not gonna facilitate the busing culture in Lost Ark. Like, I don't know. What about you, Van? Would you ever be a merc? Yeah, it's a really interesting question. Um I had a whirlwind of emotions as soon as you asked it. Really? And and, and had to look inside to see if I was being honest in, in my it's answers. A, it's a good topic today. And I like that. I'm looking forward I, to it. <laughs> I um Number one, have you ever teletaxied anybody in Final Fantasy XI? I still that, do. Is that, is I, that, I, clear. Like, you better walk, you better on, walk there. I log on every day to do my gardening, and I'm usually on White Mage just in case there's a stray shout for a deli. So I can jump on that and make quick 5K. Absolutely. Have, have you not leveled I mean, that White was the Mage? Original, <laughs> literal original busting right there. Here's 5,000 gold. I will, a gill, I will take you to this place. Good. You're right. I've been busting. That's a fair point. I've been busting since 2002. Oh man. <laughs> uh, in that case, we've all accepted it too from people. I'm sure. Also, so we're all hypocrites. Yeah. Um, I would absolutely do it. I would 100% do it. If somebody came up to me, one of the friends I was playing with, and they said, "Hey, let's start a busing. Let's make money. We can charge this much." I would 100% do it, and I would judge the people we're busing the entire time I'm doing it too. Oh, you would. Absolutely. 100%. <laughs> yeah, but I would take their money happily. <laughs> Yeah. Well, all right. I think that's Fair. ultimately where I where that's I would land on that. Yeah, I'm pretty close. I'm pretty close with you, Van. I I mean, I when I was playing Final Fantasy XI retail, um, kind of the last time we played, as we were getting towards the end of it, like I was kind of thinking that that's where I wanted to branch out into because it was very rampant in that game, um, like murking like aeonic weapons and and you know, there's so much now that especially a dual boxer or a tri boxer can accomplish with or a low man group. You know, like, especially once you get to the real top tier gear, you can do a lot of those fights that are originally meant for 12 to 18 people with a group of six and really carry people through. And I, I, that's something I thought maybe we'd branch into. Like, it's just kind of like kind of what you were talking about a little bit, Shy. Like, it's, there's a cool challenge to it. And like, ultimately, I, I wouldn't I mean, I, I don't feel like I would have a like a derisive attitude to the people who are, who's paying me. Like in a way I no, feel like peasants. I'm, help, I'm helping jokers, people. Like frauds. some people, whatever, you know, for whatever their reasons are, like if, if I can help them get something they want, it's like I said earlier, I feel like it's a mutually beneficial relationship. I can make some money. They can get their item. Everybody goes home happy. Like that's just a business transaction to me. So um, I, it's not something I do currently. I don't think I'm good enough in lost Ark to do that. Um, I know I'm not, maybe one day I will be. Um, but I certainly don't have any moral objection to it. Again, to me, it's a free market thing. Like I would, I would never want the game to be in a position. And I think this is kind of what Shy was getting to. Um, I would feel differently if it was like the game got to a place where people had to bust to progress. I don't want to encourage that. I don't like that. But I think as long as it's like, hey, it's your money to spend how you want. If you want to pay me to help you get through this content cha-ching you know again we both win so okay and then so let's take it a little bit away from unless you guys have anything else to say about that i want to just kind of zoom out a little bit and talk about like what about the effect of that sort of economy i guess on a game do you think like you know there's like that's the hot topic in lost ark right now like if you go to the forums there's you can find five topics uh about Bussing is killing the game. This is terrible for the game. This is so bad. Bussing is great for the game. If they get rid of bussing, if they log, they, if they ban bussing, it's going to ruin everything. Like people are on both sides of the issue and like are very passionate about it. So I'm just curious kind of what you guys think. Um, like, do you think there is a good, bad or 
like no effect. Like you just think it is what it is and it doesn't really have a, a good or bad impact on, on an MMO in general for this kind of service-based economy to exist within the game. I'll start with, I'm going to start with Van this time. I think it's too, um, too broad of a question to answer definitively one way or another. I think it really wouldn't matter on the game. <clears throat> I don't know enough about Lost Ark, but if they're like, like one thing that leads to rampant inflation is the addition of gold or gill or whatever type of currency the game's using um, into the economy. And it seems like busing is, is a way that would artificially do that for people who otherwise would not have cleared the content. And now they're getting this, this max, this insane amount of gold. Whereas previously, if you worked hard, you got it. The item that you were going to purchase may not have been as expensive because there just isn't that much gold floating around the economy. So I can, I can certainly see how that can, can ruin the economy. And, and whenever the economy goes in a game, like it, it, it's just a downward spiral for a lot of other things that, that are enjoyable in, in said game as well. So, um, I don't know. I, I think it's too broad of a question. I'd really like to know why some people are saying what's because I don't follow the Lost Ark um, forums, but to see what some people are saying are the good reasons for it, why they promote it, why they believe that it, you know, if it, if it were to go away tomorrow or if they banned it and that in and of itself is another question. How the hell do you ban busing? Um, well, they, they thought it was getting banned for a little bit because uh, it was like a fake gm letter that somebody doctored that you know said they got banned for like it's because like you can't in lost ark you can't directly transfer gold like i can't just trade you 50 Mm. gold right you had to use kind of the old rmt uh auction house thing where it's like okay go put a cheap item for sale for like 20k and i'll buy it and that's how yeah that's how that's how it kind of works and then if you're (laughs) not on the same server it's even more complex you have to yeah jump through a bunch of hoops and so uh but like you can identify that and somebody said no i got banned because uh, they set up my my item was bought with rmt gold and like everybody's like oh my god we can't do busing anymore because you don't know if that gold it looks like an rmt transaction and like everybody was losing their minds and then like some of the mods came down and said that's not a real message. Nobody got banned for spending 400 gold on a, you know, on a gem like that, that didn't actually happen. Like, and busing is not something we're currently legislating out of the game. So, but yeah, I mean, it was, there was like a, a the anti-busing scare happened. Like, what was that shy? Like a couple of weeks ago, yeah. last month, yeah. sometimes like few, just and everybody, yeah. everybody kind of was really, like I said, it really got a lot of comments on both sides. And like, some people were like, thank God they got rid of busing. And other people were like, I'm quitting the game if busing is not a thing. Well, I'd say if Shy doesn't cover it, I'd like to hear some of the, the reasons for. To, to Go ahead. What Shy, what do you got? Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I think, um, I do think, so the two games I want to talk about specifically as far as like, do I think it's bad for the game are Lost Ark and Final Fantasy fourteen. I think in fourteen, I don't think it mattered. Like people would, you know, pay for groups to carry them through the hardest content in the game, but that stuff was unsellable. Like all this stuff was rare, you know, was was it was character bound. So like it didn't affect, and you didn't get currency from those fights. So like it bothered me. People were walking around with like end game weapons that like we weren't good enough to clear. Like we we worked hard on some of those fights, and we we just weren't good enough to clear some of those some of the hardest fights. And sometimes people would just walk in and pay a guild to do it for them, and they'd be walking around with like the best weapon or the best gear, or, you know, the title. And I did bother me. Like I felt like they were posers, you know. Um, but uh, I think uh, I, 
So I don't think it matters for 14. And I, like there's games out there. I don't think it matters. Um, I do think it's bad for Lost Ark, even though I'm, I guess I'm participating in it now in my guild because like take my guild, for example, like there's probably at least 20 to 30, 1370 alts that are getting carried through Argos a week. It just in my guild. And that's close to 90,000 gold that's being introduced to the economy. That wouldn't be right. I mean, you think about that, that in one guild on one server and you think about that. I mean, we're not even, I mean, we're not even a hardcore guild. Like, well, that's happened. You know, inflation is happening in Lost Ark because of busing, and and so I do think it's having a negative impact. Um, so I don't think it's probably the best thing for that game. I do, Van. I feel and maybe Smiley has some other input for this. I bet that the people who are saying that if you killed busing, it would ruin the game. They're all people that are benefiting from busing. They're the ones running the buses, so they don't want it to go away. Mm. And maybe and maybe it. Well, and maybe Smiley. I don't know. Like, I I think that. Uh, and probably a lot of like the more skilled people in the game or the people who are shrewd benefit from it and they see it as either challenging or they're making a lot of gold from it. And so like there, if it was taken away there, I mean, you know, I mean, that's just, they, they want that kind of like economy or whatever, you know, there may be entrepreneurial people or whatever. And so like, if that was, if they were forced into kind of more of a linear, you do so much per week to get certain amount of gold and everybody's kind of on the same level playing field maybe that kind of gameplay style wouldn't interest them anyway. They'd look for another game. They go to EVE Online or look for another game that has kind of more of that open market or economy and they can like benefit from, you know, kind of shrewd deals or, you know, doing that. I don't know. I have my impression and kind of why I think some people make those arguments. But I agree with everything you said, Shy, except for one word, which is all. Because I definitely think like a large vocal minority of the people who are the bus drivers and like, it's partially because, as you said, they enjoy that content. It's also mostly because they're profiting from it and that's how they're financing their characters and financing, pushing their character. But I also think there that there are people who are bus riders who like nobody's, again, nobody's forcing these people to pay the money to do this. They want to, they find it beneficial to them it either saves them time it's getting them clears that they wouldn't be able to clear it's especially i mean lost ark has a lot of problems in my opinion one of them right now is fions are a huge issue in my opinion and again another issue that people are on both sides of and some people say it's mandatory for the game and they'd be a lot worse without them but the fact is right now it's very hard to gear up your alts through the auction house because fions are prohibitively expensive and so for a lot of people it's like they feel like i can't afford to get gear that makes me good enough to run this content. But if I bus it, I'm getting the gold to pay for that. I'm getting item drops that maybe will, I can use as better gear than what I currently have. And so like, they feel like to, to some people, they feel like busing is the only way that they're able to make progress on some of their characters. And so that's, that's, it's not just the drivers, uh, the riders, want it to in a lot of cases i think mostly the people who don't like it are the people who don't use it in a way it's like the people who are like other people are making a shit ton of money on this and i'm not so i'm getting left out and i'm not benefiting from it so really it's just this thing on the side that other is enriching other people but not me those are the people who i think want it gone the most personally um I think I think if you're participating in either side of the bus, there's a reason and you like it. Um, again, unless maybe the, the exception being people who feel like they have to bus um, because it's there, kind because of like, it's there, and it, yeah. like maybe if maybe if there was no busing, there'd be more learning groups and stuff like that that would be, or people would be more understanding of having suboptimal gear for these runs. Um, yeah. But but in general, I think that those are kind of the camps that we see. So. So are, are they are they stating that if you get rid of busing, 
it'll ruin the game because you're just going to have a huge amount of people quit since they can't bus anymore and they're not going to play. I mean, I, like, think, I think it's too far. I think there's that. I think there's just like that, like you're just disenfranchising your hardcore players to Shy's point, right? The people who do it because they enjoy it, do it because that's how they finance their stuff. Like it's frustrating to them and like they're, you know, they want that sort of thing in the game. But I think the, the, one of the big complaints right now with the game in general is that they did this summer event that basically gave everybody like a free 1370 character, which like everybody's now got like a character that in many cases, they don't know how to play very well. They haven't had an opportunity to gear. They haven't built up any gear over time. Cause they just got boosted there by the game, like legitimately in the game. And so their, their gear is incredibly bad. They have no tripods. They have no gems. They have nothing. And so then they're queuing up for content and trying to do it. And so then when you take your well-geared character and you join a group that's got three characters that are really, you know, just not on the level you're used to, now you're carrying them for free in a way, right? Like, and so yeah. a lot of people are just like, this is bullshit. Like every queue, it's these fights that used to take four minutes. Now they take 10 minutes and I'm I'm doing 70% of the damage because these clowns are here with no engravings. And like, it, it really frustrates people and... Um, I think that's where they're saying, like, if you get rid of busing, now all these people who are riding the bus, now they actually have to go do the content with their crappy character that they don't know how to play and that doesn't have the gear to do it. And now I have to be in the queue with them, like not getting paid, but still carrying their ass through. <laughs> and that causes a lot of angst. Um, so that that's those are the two the two primary reasons I think that they feel like busing has has helped make make a make a better game. So, so Lost Ark is going to be interesting to me as somebody now who's invested so much time in this game and is kind of where I am to just see what it like. I've never actually been and maybe you guys have in a way, in a way that I have. not You guys were part of Arc Age and like you've been part of MMOs that you were really invested in that really kind of like crashed and burned. I never really have been like, like I always have jumped shit before it's gotten that bad. Final Fantasy 11 went on forever, right? Like. I'm wondering what's going to happen if like, will they be able to correct some of these problems or is, is lost art going to really run into some hard times and what's that going to be like to play through it? So I don't know. I mean, arc age, I mean, it feels like we invest a lot of time into it, but I, that was, that was a pretty short lived game. We played that game <laughs> I, for about maybe like two, two and a half months, maybe like, and we played a lot, but all I know is you played longer than they, me. <laughs> it burned. It burned out quick. Like, I mean, at this point we've been playing Lost Ark for more than six months and like, you know, so like, I mean, I don't know. We haven't really seen, I don't know that we've really had experience with a game dying after we've been playing it for that long, you know, because at that point we're almost a lot of the MMOs we've kind of dabbled in, you know, the next close to second would have been what Terra. Well, Terra, I think we played longer. I think we played Terra longer than. Uh, That's what I mean. Like, like we yeah, played, yeah, yeah. We played it longer than. than Especially Arcade. you guys, because you guys played for quite a while before I even joined you, and then we yeah. all played together for a significant amount. Like I was hard yeah. enough to get end game in that, and do end game stuff with you guys. Even though I came yeah. in, I came in and like a couple people quit who'd been playing for so long. Yeah. Like Rido and FC quit right when I started. Well, a lot of the games we did. Yeah. Rido didn't do anything with us. Like once you guys all. Yeah. Yeah, and like yeah, they came, they like came early. and hung out on the yeah. uh, on that starting island when I started. And you guys were running around like you know, and I'm <laughs> like, oh, and then and then FC never got on again. I think Rido maybe one more time, <laughs> and because it was you, there was the three of us and Z and Ray. I feel like were the kind of the core of that game. By the time and I Sheenie. was playing. and Sheenie, yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, think... that was our six man group, right? Those, those, that was the six of us. Us three, she needs Z and Ray. Yeah. A lot of the games we've quit, we quit with good, like we quit not because the game sucked or died, but we just moved on, right? Like 14 was yeah. that way. Planet Side was that way. Destiny. Black you know, they're like, they're good games. I mean, they're good games and they've saw, we had a lot of fun going. with them. But yes, yeah, that game sucked. That game always sucked. That game was never good. The fat, the fat Sith Lord. Oh God, yeah, my Sith Lord was the shit. Oh, okay. <laughs> actually, make a character that wasn't a freaking model. That like, you know, he kind of feel like he kind of looked like me. Like I liked it. I liked we had it a lot. lot of fun. We had a lot of fun with the old. Home. It was a fun game. It wasn't a great game, but it, it was a fun game. trash. That's we had fun, fun, but the game was trash. Oh my God. All right, friends. Go well. <laughs> I just I just realized the other day I was like, why is my computer so bloated? And I realized I actually still had it installed on my computer. So I was like, oh, I got to uninstall that. <laughs> Sorry, Old Republic. Uh, oh, man. Not not meant to be a dis a dis pod to Old Republic, but here we are. Um, all right, gentlemen, uh, could be a couple couple weeks, possibly months before we before we reconvene. Any any final thoughts? Final final things you want to tell our fans? Yeah, fans? we've all been here before. We'll yeah, be here no. again, and um, yep. I'm sure we'll be back. We'll be back. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Maybe in a post-apocalyptic future, but we'll find a way. That's right. And, <laughs> like you know, it. maybe, you know, hopefully we could try and get some other content out, even if it's, like, solo or, or like, out of focus. If there's times where two of us have some time to get together, maybe we do an out-of-focus pod here or there, even if it's nothing official to keep the channel going. So, um, so yeah, we will be back at you again. If you have any, like, questions concerns feedback if you want to just ask where we're at shoot us an email focus target podcast at gmail.com that's the best place to reach us we will try to keep on top of that respond even while we're on hiatus so uh thank you all for being with us for uh 119 episodes of the focus target podcast wow. we'll hopefully be back with 120 sometime in the near future so this is your host captain Smiley. this is shy and i'm ben as always cover us porkins we're out